Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Every day it seems like there's something else that comes towards us that we have to respond to in our lives. We're looking at hurricanes and tropical storms. We're looking at a virus that has mutated to something more severe than what we had expected. We're looking at crime that's rampant in our streets. There's shootings on our freeways and things seems to be coming unglued. Are you living with a sense of hopelessness and fear and anxiety about all the things that are going on around you? Well, I'm here to tell you that the just shall live by faith. I want you to join us today as we share this message, how the believers should walk and live with faith and trust in God. Biblical faith means to believe, It means faithfulness, it means reliability, it means trust, confidence, assurance, and a firm conviction. Once I hear God, once I understand what God is initiating in my life, I just begin to walk that way. I was talking about someone yesterday who started a church, and I was asking my brother, I said, did he start a church? And she said, yeah, but he gave it up. I said, why did he give it up? It wasn't working out like he thought. I said, you know, if somebody want to start a church, they can just go on and do that. That's If God is not calling you to start it, you ain't going to want to start it. You're going to get tested. And we just knew God called us even though we're still preaching to the chairs. And we preached to the chairs a long time. <laughs> Amen. And we, we had Bible study with just my family at the house a long time. Jasmine said, is anybody coming? I said, at least three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Let's get on with the lesson. Somebody asked, are you ever afraid that somebody might take a bunch of your members, start another church? I said, I give them some, they can go start one. If that's what they want to do, they'll bring them back. You don't want to do this unless God is calling you to do this. But when God is calling you to do it, you get your joy, you get your refreshment, you get your blessing out of fulfilling. It's not a drudgery when God is calling you to do it. But when God is not calling you, you don't want to do that. You want to get in your lane where God is calling you and God has a place for you. There's a natural faith and then there's a biblical faith. The natural kind of faith operates through the five senses. My sight, my taste, my touch, my hearing, and my smell. That's your natural kind of faith. I can see that and I can work that because I can touch it. I can see it. I can hear it. That's the kind of faith that Thomas had in John chapter 20, verse 25. But he said to them when he was looking at Jesus after the resurrection, unless I see the nail marked in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. They said, the Lord has been resurrected. Yeah, you know what? So I stick my hand in his side, stick my finger in there where them nails were. I don't believe that. What he was saying is, I have to see it, I have to touch it, I have to do that before I believe. And Jesus said, Thomas, blessed is the man who believe and don't see. The biblical kind of faith, again, is in Hebrew 11.1. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. The King James said, it is the substance. The NIV says it's being sure. 
And as I was looking at that word, the, the original word, that word substance and sure has to do with to stand under, to stand under as a foundation. How your foundation stands under your house to support it. It is says faith is now having a, a surety, a foundation of what you hope for that you can stand on. That's immovable. The foundation is not movable. I'm standing on this foundation of my faith and it's unmovable. And I am certain. I'm standing and I'm certain even though I do not see it. That's what faith is. All of us have had to operate in some level of faith. So how do we receive the faith? One scripture says, by hearing the word of God, Romans 10, 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Faith to believe always relate to God's word. I want to hear what God's word says. I want to hear what God is speaking to me. However God reveals it to me, what did God place in my mind or in my heart or in my spirit about a certain thing that I know that I know is the voice of God. I spoke about that last week. You got to get to where you can know the Lord, even if he's speaking to you through his word. He speaks to you through his word. Sometimes you're in a place and you don't know what to do and the word of God will come to you with a particular scripture and that scripture is the one you need to stand on for that situation. You're looking for an open door and it doesn't seem like it's going to open and the scripture comes to you in your inner being and just well up in your heart. Uh, God can open a door that no man can close. And you say, well, I'm just going to stand here to that door open because God can open it. Faith comes by hearing naturally and hearing spiritually. You got to hear what the Lord is saying. By understanding, it also comes by understanding and acknowledging that God has given all believers a measure of faith. All believers have some faith. So don't leave here thinking you need to get some faith. You got some faith. What you need to do is to use the faith that you have. Okay, faith is powerful. Faith, you can put a little faith in a big container and it's going to permeate the whole container. Romans 12, 3 and 4 says, For I say through the grace given me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. God has dealt to each one a measure, a portion, a degree of faith. God has given you a measure of faith. You ought to just say to yourself, I got some faith. Come on, come. I remember used to think I don't have no faith. I used to think that as a believer. I don't have any faith. I don't feel like I have faith. I'm not a faithful person. I, I can't just uh, do all these things by faith that everybody's saying they're due. I don't seem to be able to do that. I don't seem to have any faith. Lord, I need some faith. Help me, Lord. Increase my faith. Give me some faith. Oh, Lord, I need some faith. Was I the only one that said that or somebody else can say Amen. I didn't know the faith that I had. I didn't know how to exercise and to, and to activate what I had in, in, in obedience to whatever God is putting in my heart and in my life. I didn't, know I, was, I didn't know I was walking in faith when I was walking in faith. I was walking in faith when I started tithing. I was tithing as soon as I got saved. It takes faith to tithe. 
So when you tithe, you're walking in faith. What you're saying is, I believe that God will open the windows of heaven for me. He'll he'll rebuke the devourer for my sake. God's going to bless me if I'm faithful and obedient in this act of worship with my giving. So you exercise in your faith when you take all that you have and I, I dutifully, whatever comes in, Lord. In fact, I wanted to get to the point. I'm, I'm not trying to be right there on the line. I'm going to throw some extra in just in case I missed it a little bit. Why? Because I believe what God said. I, I, I didn't care too much about what the, what the preacher was saying. Because the preacher was saying, well, a man robbed God. <laughs> he was trying to scare you and talk you out of your money and all that. That didn't move me. What moved me was what God said. I didn't need to get in the prayer line for no supernatural blessing and all of that. I didn't need no miracle spring water. I believe what God said. And God has been faithful every year, every day since I've been saved. Faith is activating what God initiates in your life. And when you obey the word of God, expect God's blessing. When you obey God, expect God's blessings. Obedience brings blessings. I'm walking in the blessings and the favor of God because I'm obeying the Lord. I'm walking by faith. So he gives us a measure of faith. And the measure gives us the potential to operate in the will of God and to appropriate his promises. I'm walking in his promise. God, this is your promise. And we receive faith by accepting the principles of faith as a gift from God. It's a gift from God. Ephesians 2.8 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not by works so that anyone can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ to do good works for which God prepared for us in advance to do. So the source of our faith is God himself. God gives us that faith. And the ability to exercise the faith comes from God himself. You can be strong in the faith. Uh, just exercise that faith and believe God. So how does faith work? Number one, by hearing. You hear and you perceive the promises of God. You hear when you're reading. You hear when you're in, in service. You're hearing the teachings and the sermons going. Grab a hold to faith. In Acts chapter 10, verse 44, while Peter was still preaching these words, the Holy Spirit came on all those who heard the message. They heard the message, they believed, and the Holy Spirit came upon them. This was in Cornelius' house, and they, they got saved, they got filled with the Holy Ghost and started speaking with tongues. He heard them. Faith works by hearing, faith works by believing, believing. To believe is to be persuaded that God's word is true and that you need to trust it enough to act on it. Trust it enough to act on it. You always have to go back. Did I hear from God? If you're not sure, you go back to first base. Okay, Lord, we need to talk some more. I need to hear from you. I need clarity. I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. I know what to do now. Because when the Lord speaks to you, he knows how to speak to you in a way that you know is him. He knows how to speak to you and you say, mm, I, I heard that. And I'm not going to say this is how it's done because he can speak to all of us different, but we'll know as him. 
Say, Lord, I need to hear from you. God said, if you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. So when you got an issue, you got something going on, you don't know what to do, say, Lord, I need your wisdom. I need your help. I need to hear you. You, you give me some wisdom. You give me some instructions that I will do. We learn and we grow in our faith by believing. We grow in our faith by hearing. We grow in our faith by speaking. You speak what you believe the Word of God says. You begin to speak it. You begin to agree with it. You begin to agree with the same thing. If the doctor say you're sick unto death and the Lord says, no, you're going to live and not die, start speaking what the Lord is saying. The devil gives you fake news. he gives you fake news. He'll tell you you can't make it. The Lord will tell you you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The devil tells you you're going under. The Lord tells you you're an overcomer. The devil tells you you're never going to get through this. The Lord will tell you all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Romans 10, verse 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. That's that principle of confessing the things of God. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Blessed, I'm going to meditate in your word day and night, Lord, and your word say I'm going to be blessed, so I'm going to be blessed as I meditate upon your word. The enemy starts shooting fiery darts in your mind. Say, no, I'm not going to meditate upon that. I'm going to meditate upon what God says. I'm going to meditate on the word of God. I'm going to be blessed. I'm not going to be confused. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So we need to grow our faith by speaking, grow our faith by believing, grow our faith by hearing, and then we need to grow our faith by acting. Faith requires a corresponding action of obedience. Faith requires action. Faith without works is dead. In the book of Hebrews, they have the hall of faith is what it's called. And you read that and you're going to see two words followed by an explanation. He would say, by faith. By faith, Noah built the ark. By faith, Abraham left his family and obeyed God. By faith, the Israelites walked around the, the walls of Jericho and they fell. By faith. By faith, they did that. They heard what God said to God told Joshua, march the people around. They did it by faith. He said, go around once time for seven days. And they went around that place one time the first day. They didn't see anything. He says, I'm going to knock the walls down, but just go around. They didn't see anything. That's the message of faith. He also told them, he said, tell the people when they're going around there to shut up and don't say nothing. He told them that on purpose because you know how we are. We walk around there one time, nothing happened. I don't know why he got us walking around here. I ain't seen nothing. Looked like a rock or something. Should have fell. Isn't that what they say to one another? Girl, you're going to walk tomorrow, girl. I ain't coming back out tomorrow. I ain't for all of this. I say, what did God say? You know, that's after the first day. What do you think they were doing after the sixth day? After the sixth day, and the people on the wall making fun of them. What y'all doing? Don't ask me. I'm just walking, you know. So God told him, tell the folks, shut up, don't say nothing. 
And sometimes that's what you got to do when you're trying to believe God. And you don't need to hear from somebody else just talking in your ear. But that don't make no sense. No, it don't make no sense. It's what God said. And then on the seventh day, you know, they got up a little bit excited. We got to go seven times. We ought to see something on the first time, nothing. Second time, nothing. Third time, nothing. Fourth time, nothing. It was only after the seventh time on the seventh day that anything happened when they blew the horn. Sometime in our faith is going to be tested because we're not going to see anything until God moves. But he wants us to be obedient. It takes an action. That is by faith. By faith, we ought to receive the promises of God. We stay with it. If you know that God told you to do that and God has spoken that to you, you just stay with it until you see the outcome. I was reading that passage this morning in the book of Hebrews, and it talked about all the, many of the, the, the heroes of our faith in the Old Testament. And I ran across one, and I, I just stopped and looked at it. And it said, by faith, Rahab, the prostitute saved her family. I say, the hoochie mama even used some faith. She wasn't even one of them. God will move on anybody who would believe on him. I say, what is she doing in here with Moses and, and Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and David? What is she doing in here with the, the heroes of the faith? It said, by faith, Rahab, and they put in there, the prostitute. They didn't just say Rahab and make it look good. They said the prostitute. They put it in there for a reason, to let us know that God is no respecter of person when it comes to trusting him and obeying him. She saw the Israelites coming, and she said, I heard about y'all. The spies were, were there hiding out, and she said, come on, I'll hide you. Can you save my family? Because She said, can you save my family? Knowing that your God is going to be victorious. Whatever y'all getting ready to do, I want to be with y'all. She hid them out. God saved her family. She became part of the people of God. But she exercised faith, believing that this is the God that I, whose side I need to be on. So no matter where you are, how your life has been, if you trust God and turn your life toward God, you call on God, he'll hear you. He'll write your name down with everybody else who's coming to the kingdom. Rahab. Hmm. Because I would have been like, what you doing in here? But they went got her. They went rescued her. And the Bible said the walls fell down except Rahab's house. God is amazing. God knows how to take care of us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. So how do you be strengthened in your faith? Continuance, feeding on the Word of God. John 6, 63 says, the Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. And Jesus said, these words I have spoken are spirit and they are life. So apply the Word of God to your life. Take action. But when you take action, realize that you're going to have to have patience with your faith. You're going to have to have patience with your faith. You're going to have to have patience with your faith. James 1, 3, and 4 says, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish his work so you may be mature. So you can be mature. You can grow up. You got to work it. 
You got to go through something so you can tell somebody else that God will bring you through that, honey. I can tell you. Perseverance must finish his work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Not lacking anything. So you need some perseverance and you need some praise. Practice praise along with the fight of your faith. When you're going through, just keep praising God. Oh, that psalmist in Psalm 34, 1 says, I will bless the Lord when? At all times. When I'm going through tough times, I'm going to do what? Bless the Lord. When things are going well, I'm going to bless the Lord. When I don't know which way to go, I'm going to bless the Lord. These principles of faith will work in every area of our lives. In salvation, in healing, in baptism of the Holy Spirit winning people to Christ, in our finances or whatever your need is, exercise your faith and God will move for you. Have faith in God, whatever you're going through. Be not dismayed, whatever be tied, God will take care of you. Every time you get more than two or three people together, somebody's going through something. You don't even have to ask. There's situations and circumstances every day that test our faith, test our joy, make us wonder where God is and what he's doing. I want to tell you tonight that God has his hand on you. He has his eyes on you. As we've been talking about faith, it takes faith to activate God's response to you. Say, Lord, I believe you. Come on, do we believe God tonight? Say, Lord, I believe you. Come on, say it again. Lord, I believe. Abraham says, he's the God in whom I believe. The God who brings life to those things that are dead. And the God who called those things who are not as though they were. He's the God that gives life to those things that are dead. He's the only one that can give life to something that's dead. Anything dead around you or dying, hope, health, relationships, finances, your strength, say, Lord, I thank you. You bring life. You bring life. You bring life. There's life all around me. Come on, say, there's life all around me. It's alive. We're alive. We're alive, we're alive and well. We're alive and well. We thank you, Lord. There's life all around me. I call life. And Father, we ask you to call those things on our behalf. Call those things. Call those things. Come on, say, call that too. Whatever's going on in your life. That one too, Lord, call it. Call those things. That too. The enemy say, what about that? Yeah, Lord, call that too. Call that thing, Father, that thing that, uh, that seems impossible. Hallelujah, right now. Thank you once again for joining us in our broadcast. This is Jerry G. Martin. I am here to encourage you that we live by faith. If you want to know what to do next, if you want to know how to move forward in the things concerning you, We talk to God. We ask him. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He has the wisdom to lead us and guide us, to help us through every circumstances. And we are to exercise our faith 
in God enough to ask him and to be obedient to what he instructs us in his word and by his spirit. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message or previous messages that you've heard on this station. I'd also like to take a moment to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person. We still have our COVID protocols in place. We're wearing our masks. We're social distancing, but we're also worshiping God. We're magnifying Him, and we are hearing the Word. Pastor Jack is in a dynamic series right now. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we are at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're looking for a Bible bookstore, come and visit The Beacon. It's on our campus. We have Bibles, books, communion supplies, and church supplies. So call us at The Beacon, 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.